This is the True North Collective podcast, a gathering of unsugarcoated conversations on wellness created by the real life documentation of everyday humans fearlessly finding their true north. Welcome to season one, episode four. Hey guys, I'm Janelle Reisner, a certified fitness instructor and personal trainer, an entrepreneurial badass, and a recovering sugar addict. Hello, I'm Rachel Bilotti. I am a life and mindset coach, a free-spirited entrepreneur, a road trip junkie, and unicorns are my spirit animal. We are the hosts of the True North Collective podcast. Is it hot there? Is it what? Is it hot there? No, it's not freezing. It's It's like 45. 45, yeah, it's cold. Can you hear all the beautiful birds? I actually can. That sounds so nice. It sounds so much nicer than the traffic (laughs) in the background here. Yeah, we're staying in this Airbnb that's, um, it's like their guest house, and it just feels like I'm in nature. It's so cool. Sounds like you're in nature. Yeah. (laughs) Are you still in Dallas, though? Yeah. Yeah, we're only like, I don't know, five minutes away from where I actually live. But Dave's been like, we've been hopping from, we've been hopping around to different Airbnbs, which has been really cool just to like see different areas of the city. Yeah, that's actually, we're bantering. Okay. You can join in. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's a good idea though. I know. It was awesome. You stayed, we stayed in a McMansion. We stayed in this guest house. We stayed in. We stayed with some OCD girl. Yeah. (laughs) But it's been fun. Good. Mm -hmm. That's good. What if, um, have you guys seen any like attractions or are you just kind of seeing the nightlife? Neither of those things. <laughs> None of the above. <laughs> we actually did a, a sensory deprivation float tank. Ooh, it was what crazy. did you see? Did you like it? What did you think, Dave? Yeah, I really liked it. I did too. It was really cool. And I didn't have any like crazy experiences or anything, but I mean, you definitely feel like you know, your body totally just like you relax your muscles so much and there were moments where I felt like I was tipping forward or like flipping over. Yeah, you feel like it's it's like you can't feel the air because the air temperature is like very similar to the water temperature. So you don't really, you, you know, it's like a real weird experience to feel like you're floating in space. Yeah. I've, we have float in Milwaukee and everyone says how great it is and I'm scared to death to try it. Why? I don't, I'm like claustrophobic and I'm scared of drowning. And I feel like, not that you probably drowned in one of those, (laughs) but like, you won't drown. I don't know. I feel like it's like so much salt. There's like no way that you could. I know. I mean, I know like realistically that wouldn't happen, but I'd be like one of those people that'd probably need to keep the pod door open and then it wouldn't even be worth it because ours wasn't even a pod. It was an open, Oh really? it was an open face tank, which they have. Yeah. It was just like a, it was like a bathtub that was like 10 inches deep. See, I would do over that over like in Milwaukee, the one that they have, like it's a pod and they close the door. Yeah. I'm like, "Mm -mm." (laughs) mm-mm. All of them are different apparently. Yeah. But it was so, I mean, I feel like I'm still feeling the effects of the relaxation. multi-days later. Janelle, do you do meditation? I try. (laughs) I'm not (laughs) for So no. Yeah, I think I've meditated like 12 times in my life. I normally just notice how poor my posture is and how much my back hurts. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good place to start. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Should we dive in? We should. All right. So 
we are so excited today to have David Bellotti here. The last name sounds familiar because it is my brother. Um, I know. He decided to visit me in Dallas from California. And so I was like, oh my God, he has such a cool story. I've got to share it. So Dave is a software engineer for tech startups and tech enterprises. He uses product development to help teams be more efficient and execute within the tech space. He's located in California, and what's cool is that he's developed this really mobile lifestyle where he can travel around and pick and choose different projects and products to work on that really speak to what he's interested in um, and how he wants to make a difference in the world, which is really, really inspiring. He's also started to dabble in other kind of energetic modalities, I'm going to say. <laughs> He's like, what is happening? But yeah, it's fun. He's got a really cool, he's a cool dude. So I'm excited to have him on. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for the nice intro. Uh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't you start, Dave, with just telling us like what you're up to right now. Right now, I am just finished a project. So I'm sort of between projects. Um, so I'm taking the opportunity to go visit family and see different things. I'm going to Puerto Rico after this for, um, yeah, yeah. See how that country is doing. There's also a bunch of, um, cryptocurrency things going on there. So I want to check that out too. I always find out about all these like crazy tech things. Every time I talk to you, I'm like cryptocurrency. Cool. I have no idea what that is. I'm like, I know what my second question is because I've heard about it, but I need to hear more. Yeah. Yeah, It's getting big these days. So, so, um, yeah, I like traveling a lot. I, I kind of um, did a bit of defining of this lifestyle I wanted a few years ago with a, with a friend of mine who was living with my girlfriend and I, um, and really admired how he was able to incorporate travel every quarter, it seemed like. I was like, you know, I should be able to do that. Like, why can't I do that? <laughs> yeah, There's totally. nothing stopping me from doing that, except for I have, like you know, a nine to five job mm-hmm. and I have rent to pay and things like that. So uh, over time, I just, I think, um, I think I, I like accepted a lifestyle, like a vision of a lifestyle that included those things and the rest just fell into place. Yeah. It's been cool to watch you kind of choose for yourself. I want this. I can have this, but then like kind of dipping your toe in and yeah. then slowly figuring out how to just like totally make it your reality. Like yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. And how long ago did that start? So when did you first kind of connect with this friend? Well, I had, I mean, I've always kind of been in the mindset of like wanting to travel and like experiencing, you know, the process of switching my perspective mm-hmm. and, you know, getting, I think it's just that process of like finding ways to change my perspective on, on things, um, so that I'm not too hardened in my ways and I'm like open to other possibilities and things like that. But I was a bit more, um, it was a bit more undefined when I was younger. So probably 2012 was like a big turning point. I, I, um, before that I had like studied abroad. So I studied abroad in Dublin for a summer and then I, traveled a backpack around Europe like the following summer and then uh I would like go various trips I did Costa Rica for a few weeks just drove all over the place and so my girlfriend 
decided to go to um, Southeast Asia in 2011 or 12. And so I was like, oh, that sounds cool. I, I want to do that too. I don't want to miss out on this opportunity to like go see some radically yeah. different place. Yeah. And so I did that for like three months uh, and just backpacked around with her. And that was pretty amazing. I, I mean, that was, that was probably the biggest change of shift of perspective and realizing that I could, I like, I absolutely could do that. I could have that in my life yeah. and it would, it would be, I don't know. It would make me happier afterwards. Yeah. It would like realize that I, ha- I could live in the moment more easily by, by doing that and like kind of get humble when you have to, you know, like your effort is put into finding a place to sleep for the night or figure out what food to eat. And yeah. like, where's the bath? Like, how do I, f- how do I ask? Where's the <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, like simple things. Do you feel like to date that you've, you're now traveling once a quarter? I don't know if it's once a quarter, but it's just like as often as possible. So how do you decide where you're going to go next and where you want to travel? Is it just like a list that you have or how do you make the call? My friend that I used to live with was like, well, I'm going to go to Ecuador. You want to come with? And I was like, okay, let's do that. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So then, and then my other friend was like, you got me interested in going to Japan. So do you want to go to Japan with me? And so I was like, okay. <laughs> so I did like five weeks where I did the first two in Ecuador and then the next three in Japan. And then the last two of it, I was solo in Japan, which was real tough because, you know, I don't know Japanese mm-hmm. and people don't like offer up English to mm. you even though you're no they do not <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I stayed there for three weeks and I know a little Japanese <laughs> and it didn't get me you anywhere. know a little Japanese yeah I studied Japanese in college what? dude I yeah. had no idea mm-hmm. that's insane not for long but I did it for fun and then I was like well this is going to prevent me from graduating on time so I stopped <laughs> but <laughs> it was really cool I loved it yeah it's an amazing country I mean the it I is. really, really like it there. Uh, it was real tough for me, um, but I learned a lot, and that's mm-hmm. why I did it. And Yeah, I agree. I had a really hard time there, too, just because of the, the culture shock with it and the language barrier and just, I mean, it's just so abnormal. It's like you're in a whole different world. I felt like I was doing everything wrong and oh, offending yeah. people. Oh, I see, like, I see, I see. Yeah, you're even like just a bull in a china shop everywhere. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's so funny. Like all I mean, the things, funny, even like you had to wear like <laughs> leggings under your dresses because we were, you know, oh. on a school trip, and it was like you couldn't have like exposed skin, and you didn't put your oh. like umbrella in the umbrella stand, and you're rude, and like, yeah, I just like can't do anything. Rules how you're supposed to deal with your chopsticks that Got you it. don't know, right, 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 mm-hmm. right. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you just feel really dumb, and then you're just insulting everyone <laughs> yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, what are, what are you doing? <laughs> and then the other people are like, oh my gosh, your skin, it's so different. Your hair. Like we, I, my roommate was blonde when we were there and everywhere we went, people stopped and tried to take pictures with her because she had That's blonde insane. hair. But the people there are fantastic. That was like my favorite part. I was like, you can all come home with me. <laughs> yeah. Everything's so cute and it's just like you imagine it to be. We actually, we were lucky. One of our... Because I was studying abroad, too, when I was there, and one of our 
people on our trip, they actually had like a cousin that moved to Japan mm-hmm. who met up with us and took us out for dinner. So like during That's that nice. dinner too, yeah, it was super nice. But during that dinner, they're like, you're going to try all the foods <laughs> <laughs> and all the foods that you probably didn't want to try, but we're going to yeah. make you try. So they, they took us to some place that had like pretty much everything that you could imagine. Like oh. I felt like I was on like fear factor yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. And like, am I going to win a million dollars for eating all this? Cause otherwise, <laughs> I don't know if I'm interested. <laughs> so crazy having those experiences where you have a chaperone in these Mm -hmm. foreign places has been like game changing yeah to to the degree that I really try to host when I'm host like when I'm hosting I really try to be that chaperone for other people um Mm -hmm. which is man I've had some amazing experiences with people who are just like I'll take you around the city and I'll you know be your translator and take you to the good spots yeah I love Absolutely. That. So Dave, have you met a lot of people on these travels that have become your friends from other countries that have actually come to visit you? Um, yeah. One kind of the opposite situation, I was Airbnb hosting and fun. Hosting a lot of people from different countries. Like I was mm-hmm. kind of surprised. Almost almost everyone was was foreign. Yeah. It was like obviously there were there were they were non. They were like Americans, but they were from San Francisco or New yeah. York or wherever. Yeah. Uh, one guy in particular um, was from Buenos Aires, and he stayed with us for a month, and we became pretty close. And he's in the same line of work as me, so and he had at the time was just starting a consulting shop. It was like him and a couple other people, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. So it was, it was amazing. We took him out. We like hung out. We became friends. Last year, we we traveled to South America, all over the place, and ended up staying in Buenos Aires for like a couple of weeks, and hung out with them again, and it's like so cool. did a project with them, and like yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, it's been it's been amazing, and, and our friend just went back, and he was hanging out with them, mm-hmm. so they're like very much in our caress now. Yeah. Yeah. So when you think about kind of where you are in your life, you know, the podcast is called the True North Collective. Um, When you hear that, you know, living from your true north or finding your true north, what does that mean to you? Yeah, it's a a good question. I I think that it it means just like pursuing inspiration, not getting bored, like trying new things, Mm -hmm. remembering to think twice about avoiding your fears, Mm. things like that, you know. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. You have a cool quote that you shared with me. I don't. It was a long time ago. Yeah, I and, mean, I read Dune. Yeah, uh-huh. the book is. There's a the main character of the book is taught all of these very interesting things growing up. He's kind of royalty. He's a prince, and uh, so one of the teachings is the most important. That's repeated over and over in the book. Is this? There's a long version, but the short version is fear is the mind killer, and that has just stuck with me. And uh, I think mainly because when I was reading it, I was acknowledging that I was, there was fear in like doing these different things that I was doing and like going outside of my comfort zone and like leaving a job or Mm -hmm. leaving opportunities like that off, like, like leaving those behind and and pursuing something that was like, hopefully going to inspire me or hopefully going to like, you know pay off in some other way but like really just wanted to experience it like yeah. I knew I knew what my world was like and I wanted to you know have a little bit more perspective on what my life could be like or yeah. 
something like that. But so I love that that phrase, Dave. Fear is the mind killer. Um, as you've been kind of living your life with, I'll just say that kind of directional compass, whether it was consciously or unconsciously. What did you do when you kind of hit roadblocks? I don't know, create space so I could see things from a different perspective. Cool. Like a lot of the travel that I that I went on is because of that. It's, mm. it's like I need to shake things up a bit and I yeah. need to see where the chips fall. Cool. And then I'll have, you know, some more perspective on things yeah. and I'll know which direction to go. Yeah. Um, jobs that I've left or places that I've moved away from or whatever um, have all been like served that, that purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it basically forces you to live in the moment. Yeah. I hear a lot of trusting in, like, your process, too, or, yeah. like, the process of life or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I I tend to overthink things. And uh, so sometimes it's nice to just put yourself in a scenario where you're really not able to overthink things because you need to find where out where you're going to sleep the next day. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So you can't. You can't dwell on something that's too far in the future or too too far in the past or anything mm-hmm. like that. I've been playing with this thing because I overthink too. Um, and what I love about everything that you're saying is that you're not trying to stop yourself from overthinking. You're like, I overthink. And so now I, given that, here's kind of the environments I'm going to create for myself to work with that. Um, and for me, I too will be like, well, I could do this and this could go there and it, or I could do this and it could go there, there. And it's just like, ah. And, um, <laughs> sometimes I, well, at least in the last like two years, I've started to say, I'm just going to make a decision. I'm just going to put a stake in the ground of what I think I want to do right now. I can always change my mind, but then at least I'm like moving forward towards something. And I hear, I hear maybe not that exact same thought process, but a similar way to kind of navigate when it feels overwhelming and uncertain which is really cool. Yeah. I've been pretty interested lately with how people, how different people with different ways of processing the world, um, deal with like going with the flow, that Mm -hmm. concept of, of, you know, I'm not going to overthink this situation too much. I'm just kind of enjoy it, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, but I, I kind of have been thinking about that type a go with the flow is more like, there's a decision to be made. Let's just make it. It doesn't matter yeah. too much, and we'll just figure it out after that. Yeah, like, yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great um, approach to life. I think everyone needs a little bit more of that. <laughs> yeah. So it's helped me because then I can sort of see how my natural instincts to go with the flow could just be like, oh, I don't really, like, I don't have to overanalyze this thing because it doesn't actually matter because I know that when I just drop myself in this situation, I'll make the best of it. Yeah, you'll figure fine. it out. So it's helped me kind of, like, become a little bit more, uh, you know, type A in, in yeah. that are, it's useful. Yeah. Yeah. And you just have confidence in yourself and your abilities and to be able to just show up. Yeah. You need to show up. Yeah. How do you think you got to that place just by showing up and like experimenting with it? Yeah. I, I think like time and like mm-hmm. being in a situation over and over and yeah. over and then just like getting lucky and recognizing something and, yeah. and thinking about it a different way and, you know, talking to people and, who are type A's and like understanding how they think about things versus how I think about things. Yeah. Feedback is like a big part of my life and my process. And it's very, it's, it's, it's very important to me because it's so difficult and Mm. it's like something I've identified as super useful. If I can just like 
keep getting better at it or keep paying attention to it. It's just like massive. that's so cool. I you I don't I don't know. Maybe Janelle, do you feel like you hear people wanting feedback? I mean, I guess I've heard some people, but. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone kind of does want feedback, but we're like scared to ask for it or we're scared what people are going to say. So like we want, I mean, I think everyone always wants to get better, but it's, can you handle it if it's not the kind of feedback you want and how are you going to process that feedback and where are you going to take it? So I I, I do think even just from like being a manager standpoint, Mm -hmm. if you're not giving people feedback, they actually feel like things are unclear, which causes more frustration and I think, you know, you can take that out of the works work and put it into your personal life. And I think it's really kind of the same thing. Like anything that's can be unclear or if we're not sure if we're doing something right, that's where we start to overthink and, and, you know, feel more anxiety. So getting feedback from other people can actually sometimes give us a perspective change or clarity in, yeah. in whatever way yeah, I love it. that we're looking for. Yeah. So I agree. I yeah, and, and, and generally reflection. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And yeah. I think sometimes it takes like another person, not necessarily putting their ideas on you, but just having the ability to have a free conversation with someone and hear their side of the story to help you sometimes get to where your perspective or your thought process is at too. Yeah, totally. We're nodding over here. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So agree with that. I could feel it. (laughs) So, um, Dave, kind of circling back, how you're currently working for yourself, correct? Yes. How long have you been doing that? Um, Basically, when I I decided not to return to my job after that hiatus, and Mm -hmm. um, my my girlfriend is a consultant as well in the same space um product strategies so covers management design some sales like the other half of it you might say <laughs> sure um, so we're like <laughs> we both want this lifestyle why don't we you know stop being scared of working and living and being in a relationship <laughs> together and like just try it and see what happens <laughs> and so we did that and it's been great it's been amazing because we both get to forge this lifestyle together and where since that's worked out it's just kind of like challenges to go bigger and, and like try mm-hmm. something different like keep going and mm-hmm. see what happens and like that's been that's been super cool I'm not sure what your question was I, think. <laughs> I asked cool. how long ago that was too oh yeah that was two years ago okay uh, and then do you feel like or a year that and a half. journey oh year and a half okay yeah. And do you feel like that journey would have been different if you had decided to do this on your own? Or do you think you would have even decided to do this on your own? I'm sure it would have been different. I'm sure it wouldn't have... I'm sure I would have, like... I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have taken it as far as I have. (laughs) Okay. Um, Because there's just so many opportunities to, like, fall back into the other way of, of the other mode. But since I have since we both have each other to lean on, we, you know, are able to process some of the distractions Mm -hmm. a little easier and stay focused on our goals. And, you know, she's, she's the type A in my life and she's, (laughs) you know, really good at setting goals and, and, you know, we have OKRs for our business, our relationship Mm -hmm. and like our lives together, um, which really help us kind of like, 
stay focused when our clients are like, are you sure you don't want to just come work for us full time? Yeah. Like, <laughs> It'll be sweet. Yeah. To keep this project going forever. And you're just like, I've got, I've got a other, you know, I've got a business to run myself mm-hmm. where we have goals and we, yeah. you know, this isn't it. So yeah. Yeah. it makes it a little bit easier to say no when you're not sure. like the solo freelancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, that makes a lot of sense. I would agree. Even like deciding to do this podcast or the true North collective and other projects that you and I, Janelle have talked about. It's like, there's something really magical, magical about having another person to just be like, am I crazy right now? Or like, could we do this? Yeah. You know what? There's another person willing to take this crazy leap with me. Like, let's do it. Take some of the weight. Yeah. Yeah. It is like a hard decision. Yeah, totally. Well, and I feel like most people are like, that's not going to work. Yeah. You know, there's so many people that say that and you have to be so confident in what you're doing and why you want to do it in order to continue forward because there's so many obstacles that are going to jump in front of you. And if you don't really want it, I mean, Dave, like you said, it's so easy to just be like, all right, well, rather than going straight, I'm just actually going to go right and do a new job. Okay. Yeah, totally. (laughs) So much safer, so much safer. Yeah. And like, even with you and me, Janelle, it's like, there will be some time where I'm down and you're up and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like, I feel like we balance each other out and lift each other up and like keep each other in check a little bit, which sounds really similar to what you guys are experiencing, Dave. Yeah. It's cool. It's something that keeps popping in my head and I don't want to make like any kind of crazy wholesale comments, but <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of times where people just kind of like give you this scripted naysaying where they're just like, yeah. oh, that won't work out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I can't do it, basically. <laughs> yeah, totally. Because like, I am going to be in this, like, predictable life where yeah. I know what happens when it happens. Yeah. Like, what was that quote that was on that painting yesterday? Um, oh, by, like, Cole, J. Cole or something? Oh, yeah. J. Cole. Ah, it was so good. Watch that. I'll, I'll pull it up and put it in the okay. show notes because cool. it's a good it's, one. It's, awesome. it's about the perception of impossible. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. One of my favorite quotes um, is actually from a commencement speech when I used to be an event coordinator. And he talks about like the definition of hard and how, you know, hard isn't impossible. Oh, and it's, he goes, you know, hard simply defines hard. That's it. Mm. You know, it's not, it doesn't make anything impossible. It just means that you're going to have to jump over a few more barriers to get to your ultimate goal. And I've, feel like that's always stayed in my head and that was probably what five six years ago yeah and it'll be more worth it when you achieve it yeah exactly exactly (laughs) I also think to that conversation like a lot of entrepreneurs talk about how being an entrepreneur is so lonely Mm. and they just feel like you know you're talking about bubbles in the nine to five but I think they get caught in like bubbles of their own business Mm -hmm. too where it's just them by themselves and you know, even building a business, like when you feel like everyone just comes and goes, but you, how stressful that can be. So to have like a partner in it, like you said, Rachel, I mean, that can really, can really help. It's such a a low sometimes because they're such creatures of connection and community and Mm -hmm. to always feel like in the end, you're the only one that's going to care enough to make you know, the business happen or whatever it is. And, yeah. and I think, you know, that's not everyone's case, but I think especially when you're starting out and you haven't found the right people, yeah. you're just living in that space solo all the time. And you're like, it's just me. Yeah. I have to make this happen. I have to make this happen. And I keep, you know, hitting those obstacles, but no one else is there. Yeah. There I have to, to you up. it's crazy too, because, um, 
I love that you brought up that it feels like this team because even though I know you guys are a team, like I know you guys are this duo, when I think about you doing what you're doing, I sometimes see you doing it by yourself and then I'm like, I don't know if I could do that. And I forget that you're like, have this other person that's doing it with you. And then I'm like, oh yeah. So I I appreciate that. Well, yeah, I think uh, I do the same thing. I Mm -hmm. mean, everyone does the same thing. Everyone looks at other people who are putting out like this energy of success or yeah. they, they've kind of achieved the things they're looking for like they're they're winning or something mm-hmm. like no one wants to put out that they're yeah. not or, I'm struggling <laughs> like, so yeah like everyone thinks that everyone is yeah totally winning, except for them yeah totally know? okay That's so I don't go on Facebook smart <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know so are there any other ways that you proactively expose yourself to new perspectives besides just traveling I go to Burning Man every year, um, and a lot of it afterwards is like bring Burning Man back with you, yeah. you know, and like share that with the world. And yeah, it's a love is like yeah. the word I always associate with Burning Man. Yeah, a lot of like Burning Man is a pretty amazing thing. So anyone who's pursuing their true north, like, mm-hmm. should definitely consider going. Cool, I should definitely go. So I brought up the energetic component that's what I call it but I know crystals have been like a part of your life that has like been a thing how has that helped you stay true to yourself it's been like more symbolic and more like representative of affirmations Mm. than anything like Mm -hmm. I love I love the idea of like like fantasy and magic and stuff yeah yeah and that's more something that's just fun Mm -hmm. for me um but what I kind of realized in, in just like letting myself have fun with that yeah. is that I put these affirmations, I like imbue these things with this power that of, of intention that mm-hmm. I want to have. And so it's gone from, I think it, my friend made some passing comment to me about crystals are yeah. cool or something like that. <laughs> just like, it just kind of was like this thing that I thought was kind of funny, but I was also like, yeah, crystals are pretty cool. Like, maybe I should, like, mess with some crystals yeah. and just, like, have them around. Yeah. And so I, I was, like, open to it, and they started, like, coming to me in mm-hmm. funny ways. And I was just like, oh, that's interesting. And then it became more than just crystals. It was, like, other things, mm-hmm. too, that are completely, like, there's no question that this is just, like, a piece of piece of junk yeah. that I found <laughs> it represents this like mindset I was in at the time yeah. and so now it's become this thing for me yeah uh, I love like the symbol you know yeah and and so yeah I, I guess the crystals represent affirmations that I'm like trying to you know portray love in the world mm-hmm. or I'm trying to be patient or mm-hmm. something like that and yeah. that just helps you double down on those intentions yeah And it totally, to tie it back to the original quote of fear is the mind killer, it's like, yeah, maybe they started from this fun and magical place. And guess what? Isn't that exactly what you were maybe looking for in that? And so then like, maybe that was an easy segue of like, this is kind of weird, nerdy, and I'm I'm into it. Yeah. It's kind of like a secret. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I have these crystals on me and nobody knows. <laughs> they probably I, know because I look like a wizard, but <laughs> he does look like a wizard. Um, but it's funny. I think Janelle, you can relate because I am the same. Like I like go everywhere and in my pockets, there's like six different crystals <laughs> at any given time. And I just, it's been really cool to see you kind of like step into that magical place in your life yeah. while still totally maintaining the integrity, if not actually more, um, by having the ability to be okay with that, you also are able to step into your strengths on, on the professional side too. And it's really cool to see, to see those two worlds melding. I think it's, yeah, I, you know, like I'm trying to create a little pocket of my own reality Yeah, and <laughs> That's uh, great. Like that's yeah more fun than yeah just assuming the default position on everything. I mean, talk about a true north collective <laughs> yeah, point no of kidding. view. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's the dream, right? Like yeah, I mean, like if you believe that you can manifest your reality through intention, mm-hmm. then you like that makes me think that this whole world that we live in is just a cumulative manifestation of everyone's mm-hmm. you know like desires or dreams or visions over time and you know if if you go to a if you go to a foreign country where things are just totally different you really have a chance to realize that over and over and mm-hmm. put that put that stack that true reality against somebody some other communities like true reality or go to a place like burning man and you're just like oh like <laughs> People like this could be re- this is real. Yeah, you know, like this is just as real. As, yeah, as the default world. Well, and I hear a lot of choice and like, okay, so it can be whatever I want it to be. So yeah. what do I want it to be? Yeah. If you could sum up one in one word or a small phrase that kind of helps you stay on your true north path, what is that one word that comes up for you? Patience comes up. I don't have to like create turmoil in my mind about mm-hmm. something that doesn't need to be decided right now or like doesn't, you know, isn't going to affect me for a while. Yeah. So it's just like sort of be patient and let the opportunities present themselves and yeah. then just like be aware of like what you want so that you can move when it's, when it, the time is right. But like let the universe take care of that for you. Cool. Is that what you would tell yourself way back when you started this whole thing and started kind of taking your own steps? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, when I was younger had a lot, I mean, even now, obviously, but you know, when I was younger, it was a lot more challenging for me to, um, decide what I was going to do with my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's like the I 20s think we all thing. Do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, like that doesn't matter so much. It's the journey, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So just be, be patient and yeah. have fun. Cool. Cool. Is there anything else you would want to share about your journey or where you're going or anything like that? Um, reflection. Yeah. Yeah, like, I just think it's, like, I hope to always be trying to get, you know, further understanding of the true nature of reality and, like, whatever that means to me, Mm -hmm. like, keep evolving. Yeah. And has connecting with people been something that has been important to allowing you to keep going? It's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, it's like one of the most important things. Yeah. It's like having human relationships, intimacy, yeah. and like that's what we're fortunate enough to be here to experience. Yeah. So like 
we should be experiencing as much of that as possible. Yeah. Cool. That's pretty magical. Well, I don't have any other questions. Janelle, I know you're having some noise issues over there, <laughs> which is totally fine. I am. <laughs> Amateur podcasters. I'll say one word answers and then mute. Um, is there anything else you want to ask, Janelle? Otherwise, I'm just going to see if people wanted to get in touch with you about, I mean, we didn't talk much about your software engineering, but you're kind of a, you've been called a genius in that area. So, <laughs> so I'm going to throw it out there. I mean, oh, truly yeah. though, you're really good at what you do. So if people are interested in connecting with you about, um, tech projects or, um, software engineering, is there a place that they could reach you? Yeah. Um, my email would be db at Two creativebrains.com says numeral two. Cool. Okay. <laughs> or LinkedIn, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I just searched okay. two, two creative, creative brains. Okay, cool. So we'll put all that in the show notes too. Yeah. Sweet. Well, thank you, Dave. Yeah. That yeah, was really thank awesome. Thank you so much. It was so good to meet you too. <laughs> I've heard so many things, but. <laughs> yeah, it's fun to, you know, reflect on my story. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great yeah, story. It is a great story. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you want to keep exploring how to live a mobile lifestyle or connect with Dave on software engineering or his adventures in the tech industry, um, we'll have information for how to connect with him in the show notes um, and further details on our conversation with him. Or you can get more from Janelle and I at thetruenorthcollective.org. If you have any feedback, good or bad, please send it our way. That way we can keep improving. It all helps us so that we can make sure we're bringing you content that you love. And that's it for today. So have a great one, you guys. See ya.